Hi guys, we're your hosts Jillian and Kaylin, and this is Teach Me How to Adult, a podcast on all the things you never learned growing up, like how to buy a home, manage stress, crush your love life, land your dream job, and how to love yourself more, because we could all be a little kinder to ourselves. We're still figuring out how to get our shit together, so we're calling in the experts and the hustlers for some real talk and legit tips on how to live your best life. Adulting isn't easy, but we got you. Hi friends! Welcome to this week's Quickie, our super fast take on all the adulting things that matter to you. So we are both currently soups tired. Really tired. Like the most. And this episode could not be happening at a better time. Yeah. Because being stuck at home 24-7 has done a number on people's regular schedules and I can attest to that firsthand. 100%. I never even had a good regular schedule, but (laughs) COVID has not helped. Quarantine has not helped. It has not. So today we're talking about how to have a killer morning routine. Yes. And before we dive into it, we just want to level set with you for a sec that this is not going to be an annoying preachy episode where we tell you how perfect our mornings are and how we wake up at 6 a.m. and birds are chirping and we thrive (laughs) to the moment we go to bed because fuck that. We're not robots and mornings are not for everyone and they're definitely not for me. But if you're listening to this right now, it's probably because you want to try to be more of a morning person. So keep listening. And between the two of us, we both have pretty unique opinions and experiences with mornings. So you're going to get like a good variety of how, how it can go down. Yeah, because I, I hate mornings. I would prefer to sleep until noon and then stay up until like 4 a.m. It's hard. It's hard. And I'm like dead inside after 5 p.m. Like it, I can't do shit. It's true. So Kaylin will be leading you through the pro level of morning stuff in this episode. And you can follow me for realistic modifications. There you go. But. Can we talk about shame for a second? Because I also feel like there's so much pressure on people to have like a crazy 12-step morning routine in order to be a successful human being. And I mean, that is just not realistic. If you're someone who rolls out of bed two minutes before your first meeting, it doesn't mean you're a piece of shit. Like you're just a normal human being. I don't know. It's, It's annoying. I feel like people wear it as like a badge of honor. Whatever makes you happy, you should do it. But I am really, really sick of personally being shamed for quote unquote sleeping in. Because actually, even the whole notion of sleeping in is stupid because we didn't all go to bed at the same time. Like if I went to bed at 10 p.m. and slept the next day till 3 3 p.m., yes, I probably have now slept in. But if I generally go to bed at 2 or 3 a.m. and I'm waking up at 10, 10 10.30, I did not sleep in. I got a normal amount of sleep, the same amount that the other person who's criticizing me probably Mm -hmm. got, but it just was shifted later in different hours. It's also like the other thing is so much of it is in your DNA. Yeah. You are like genetically like people's circadian rhythms are not all the same. No. Obviously because of society, we all have to kind of sync to an earlier circadian rhythm because that's how workplaces function. If you work function. a 9 to 5, like a normal 9 to 5, yeah. Exactly, but it's very much in your DNA. So all of this all of the morning productivity police need to just kind of <laughs> just take a hike because no one is better or worse or lazier or more productive for what time they wake up. But if you do have a job or a life or kids or anything that require you to wake up at a good time, mm-hmm. it can be tough. And so that's what that's what we're diving into right that's now. That's what today is all about. It's just basically finding a routine that works for you. And one of the best ways to do that is to find a blueprint mm-hmm. of a high achieving person that you really admire and just basically follow that shit to the T. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're already doing it. They've already hacked the system. Yeah, so let's works. just follow them. So we researched like a ton of different people who we admire and who have spoken out publicly about how they function in the morning. And it's all over the map. For example, Priyanka Chopra Jonas blasts music as soon as she wakes up, which honestly I need to start doing because research shows it helps improve your mood 
And for sure, blasting Lizzo at 8 a.m. would wake me the fuck up. Ashley Graham also sets intentions for the day before she even gets out of bed. And then Whitney Wolf, the founder of Bumble, keeps her drapes open so she can wake up to sunshine and just like have a nice natural wake up. Mm -hmm. And then she also sets herself up for success by keeping a yoga mat and a water bottle beside her bed so that the first thing she thinks about when she gets up is drinking that water and stretching and just getting that done right away and avoiding just diving right into her phone, which so key i'm guilty of every time it's the first thing i do me too but in particular we are huge fans of two of the biggest bosses in the biz oprah and ariana huffington and we love their approach to mornings yeah and ariana huffington i mean her routine is not groundbreaking but her attitude towards it is super refreshing what's funny is that she actually started taking her morning routine seriously after a really traumatic wake-up call that she had in like 2007 where she fainted from sleep deprivation and exhaustion hit her head on her desk and broke her cheekbone that is like serious burnout yeah so it was basically her realizing that she needed to change her overall lifestyle and that essentially was like a catalyst to organizing her life Mm -hmm. so she then started prioritizing getting eight hours of sleep and going to bed every night by 11 and just ensuring that she can be up in the morning to take some time for herself she avoids her phone and emails at all costs first thing in the morning which is highly recommended by a lot of highly successful people yeah but what she does do that's really smart is she multitasks so later on in her workout part of her morning routine that's when she responds to her emails which i think is so smart so after She wakes up, she meditates using Headspace, does five to 10 minutes of yoga, then hops on that bike, checks her emails, and not a big breakfast person, so her morning consists of just a bulletproof coffee. But the biggest part of her routine that I loved is that she's not hard on herself. I love that. Right? We don't need extra pressure. You don't need extra pressure. And like, of course, being committed to a routine is obviously what makes it a routine, but life gets in the way. And like, you can easily fall off track if Mm -hmm. your evenings just take over and you wake up late, but it doesn't mean you need to judge yourself and just have it negatively influence the rest of your day. Yeah. If you wake up mad at yourself for not achieving the the first things that you expect to do in the Mm -hmm. mornings, the rest of your day, you have a horrible tone for the rest of the day. Totally. And I used to be so guilty of that. I would make these like lofty morning routines where I'm like, I'm going to work out for an hour (sighs) and then like spend a beautiful breakfast with Gabe. And it's just like, you just got to let go of that pressure. And when I did, I noticed I got more consistent with my routine because I was just able to tailor it to whatever I needed that day. Yeah. So for me, and we'll get into it later, it's different every day. Yeah. It's literally based on how much sleep I got the night before, yeah. how busy my week is, how I'm feeling. And I but just, there's like core principles I'm yeah. sure that you follow that like matter to you. And it's like, totally. they may not happen at like 7.15 and 8.30. No. And like, it, it, you might not be able to follow the most concrete prescriptive routine, but that doesn't mean you can't still have like a good foundation in the morning. Exactly. So 100%. I just found it really refreshing that she said that because like we said at the beginning, this is like, it's so annoying when you have hear people who have morning routines and they're like, I worked up for 12 hours this morning and then I made a fucking egg white omelet. And you're like, okay. Yeah. And then I ate it while doing a handstand. <laughs> no. Then there's um, Oprah who, I mean, whatever she does, sign me up. Yeah. So she starts her mornings with 20 minutes of meditation. We all know that's highly advisable. Yeah. I have yet to achieve that, but good on you, Oprah. And then she jumps on the treadmill to get her heart pumping and at first you know that turns me off I'm like I'm just trying to exist as a human in the mornings like I that's not great for me but she just swears by 15 minutes of exercise first thing in the morning because it improves her productivity and boosts her energy levels and that I can get behind Mm -hmm. 15 minutes I got time for that I love that 
Then she does something to, as she says, tune herself in, whether that's going for a walk and like connecting with nature or listening to music or making a really nice breakfast, just something to like bring you back to yourself, which I love. It's like a grounding exercise. Exactly. Really, really nice. And then she always eats a healthy meal for breakfast that's full of like carbs, fiber, and protein, which I also love because, you know, a lot of a lot of the people who have killer morning routines that I read about, they're all just like, and then I have a green smoothie with like dandelion <laughs> greens and like 90 <laughs> Perlinga or yeah. whatever that green and, stuff And that's is. great. If that works for you, you should do it. I just, I don't resonate so much with that. So yeah, I just really appreciate that she just has like a nice, well-rounded breakfast and morning routine and it feels somewhat achievable and it sounds delightful because I don't even do breakfast right now but I can't live without my morning coffee so that's that's a big part of my routine but anyone who knows me knows that I hate mornings I am such a night owl good luck getting to bed before 2 a.m if you are a jail burner and you are but you do all your best thinking at night I feel like you always sending me ideas at like 2 a.m and then I get get to it at 7 a.m I know it's a good we got a good flow but it it is it it works for you I have noticed that starting my day off right makes a huge difference in my mood and even in just like how sharp and intelligent I feel that day so I got the coffee I've got my nice espresso I like put all of my different powders and things in it that I like to do in the morning. If I can move my body even better. And when I show up to those morning meetings, I am on fuego when I've had a better morning. So I know that even if I'm not a morning person, a good routine can just set me up for success. And you know what? If you live with your partner and it's available to you, starting the day with some sex is probably the best part of your morning routine so get those am endorphins True. if you can get that you got your movement <laughs> you're you're grounding yourself you're checking every box literally That's if true. you accomplish that it is true that is that is a very nice way to start the morning 100 yeah. percent so i'm literally the opposite i am pure mush past 6 p.m like I can't do anything. My day is done. So my mornings are when I get most of my my shit done. So I ruthlessly prioritize sleep. Like mm-hmm. you know that. Sometimes mm-hmm. I'm in bed by like 9:30. I am wow. a grandma. That is when I start rearranging my house and planning the rest of my life. <laughs> 9 30. That's when the magic happens. Jill's renovating her kitchen. Literally. Like- <laughs> But I also have a, a, a new puppy, so she has to go out every morning at like 6.30. So she's actually my alarm clock these yeah. days, which is really nice. So my routine literally consists of waking Rio up, taking her to go pee. Then I make an espresso and do a little meditation. And again, this is not every morning. Let's be real. Some days I, I need to sleep in, but 75% of the time, this is what I do. I usually go for like an hour walk with Rio and Gabe, and that is like my favorite part of my morning. That's usually my workout. I usually break a sweat. She's like a crazy pup. And then I'm hopping on my first meeting by like 9.30. So it's a pretty like basic morning routine, but it works for me and it changes every day. But there's a few other expert in science back tips that we want to talk about because we are probably going to try these out ourselves for a very productive morning routine. And because we're definitely not the experts. Oh, so hell no. Here's what the experts say. <laughs> so one key thing that you can do is set yourself up for for success the night before. Mm -hmm. So if your goal is to work out in the morning, maybe that means you're laying out your gym clothes, Mm -hmm. you're creating a little meditation nook. Like Jill, I know you prep your coffee machine so that you're not like scrambling in the morning. I do. Also the literal way that you wake up seriously matters. Like Oprah doesn't even use an alarm. 
but I mean, it's Oprah, so it's I'm Oprah. sure she just has birds that arrive and chirp in her window and Good wake her up. Good morning, Oprah. Well, she has a dog, so that also helps. But obviously, I need an alarm to wake up, or I would wake up next year, probably, and not <laughs> next year. before then. But the point being that if you have like that really shrill, normal iPhone alarm that comes oh. on, it's not a great way to start the day. So no. you can look at alternatives. I know some people use the Philips Wake Up Light, mm. um, which is great. It has like the, the kind of sunshine app Gradual, that turns on yeah. and lightens your room. And it has different sounds. Or if you even just put on the like very lovely, tuneful iPhone, alarm, alarm iPhone feature, yeah. it's just a better way. It's not so jarring. It's true. And Ariana Huffington doesn't use an alarm either. I mean, I'm sure she has some like staff that just gently wake her up and like caress her face. Ariana, <laughs> it's time to wake up. But but she's been quoted to say she doesn't like alarms either because the very definition of an alarm is that like it's a sudden fear or distressing suspense caused by awareness of anger. I'm literally looking up the definition right now. Apprehension, fright, like no thank you. Yeah, danger, That's, danger zone, danger, alarm. Danger, danger. That sounds terrible. And there's, to your point, there's lots of other ways that you can wake up. You can have like a song that wakes you up, relaxing mm-hmm. music, the light. It's true though. You just want to find out what works for you without causing like legit panic also having lots of outdoor light exposure early in the morning i have noticed a big difference i used to live in a place that had a lot of natural light and so waking up was it was hella bright it was just time to wake up even like my partner has no blinds so basically (laughs) the sun is beside your face starting at six in the morning and like i wake up earlier for sure as a result but my current place bottom floor quite dark i'm groggy for a while so even if I just had my coffee outside on the patio or just had a bit more light exposure, I think it would make a huge difference. Yeah. Another key thing, and you sort of touched on this earlier, don't hit snooze. Mm -hmm. So much easier said than done, but those extra few minutes of sleep can actually trick your body into thinking it doesn't need to wake up. It's true. And it's not quality sleep. You're not getting REM cycle sleep. So what happens is by the time you wake up the second time, you might be experiencing sleep inertia, which is grogginess essentially Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. you're probably going to have a more difficult time waking up the second time and you're going to feel groggier when you do get up yeah this is a say as do as i say not as i do thing because i hit snooze constantly but i know it's not helping me so if you can just like battle that inner monologue that's like just just press snooze and go back to sleep you'll do better when you do wake up and of course as unfortunate as it is to say consistency is super key with sleep and with morning routine so I love sleeping in on weekends. Um, I love staying up late. I love not having a routine, but I'm not doing myself any favors because my body cannot get used to a cycle or a routine or a rhythm. So as much as you can stick to some sort of routine or some sort of schedule of how you wake up and how you sleep, your body will thank you. But ultimately, just listen to what you need that day. As Kaylin said, there's no sense of beating yourself up. Mm-hmm. Do what you need to do. But know that these tools are at your disposal and whether you wake up at 6 a.m. or 11 a.m., if you put these things into practice, you can move the needle and you can have better mornings. Love it. So we really hope that this episode inspires you guys to find your own stress-free, no pressure required morning routine that works for you. So there you have it, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard today, it would mean the world to us if you would subscribe and leave a comment or a rating. And we'd love it if you would share this with your friends by screenshotting the episode and sharing it on social by tagging at Teach Me How to Adult Podcast and DM us with any topics or guests you'd like to hear on the show. See you next time. Bye. Bye.